This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Reopening the economy uncovers many new challenges. As a sector, the restaurant trade really has it tough to restart. The first thing that many restaurant owners did to help their employees was to work to help to get them unemployment benefits when they closed down. Now many restaurants are being allowed to partially reopen. They have to social distance, which means they have significantly less capacity to serve customers. Some states are limiting the number of customers to 50%. Problems with this include not being able to be profitable at 50% capacity and not finding their former employees willing to return to work. These employees are now getting unemployment checks along with $1,200 COVID-19 treasury checks. These checks will keep coming if the HEROES Act is passed. Many restaurant employees are making as much or more than when they were working. They are reluctant to give that up. They cannot make the same tips with restaurants at 50% of capacity. PPP payments would help owners if restaurants were open, but these loans become just another liability if they cannot. Restaurant owners who try to redo menus and set pricing are going to get knocked out of their socks by meat prices. They cannot afford to absorb higher wholesale food costs, so will pass them on to their customers. Everyone knew the reopening would not be returning to normal, but the restaurant trade is struggling to find something that even works. This will continue to serve as another barrier to normalizing meat demand. Restaurants now have to use paper disposable menus. That will work out just fine as the old ones would have prices that would never work today. Restaurateurs are going to shudder when they see their meat bill and the challenge that they will have in pricing their new menus. Packers paid $1.15 for cash cattle this week, not because that they had to, but because it didn't put any dent in their profits and they would like to cool the price gouging investigations. They're hoping if they throw a few bucks at feedlots, it will take the attention away from how much they are stealing. No one in Washington ever got very shook up over packers stealing from producers. Years of lack of packers and stockyards enforcement has proven that. Gouging consumers, however, may get them in more trouble with the feds. The beef market essentially ran off any customers who cannot afford $30 a pound steak and $8 a pound hamburger. I never thought that I would ever walk away from the meat counter without beef, but I did. I had plenty in the freezer. If producers were actually benefiting from the price run-up, it would be one thing, but this madness is all due to packer grade. The beef product market can drop a couple of hundred dollars before packers should even think of lowering the price that they pay for fed cattle. The beef industry will see concentration increase as packers choose which producers they want to work with, complain too much, and you will not be one of them. On the hogs. The hog kill has recovered to 75% of pre-COVID-19 daily kill capacity. Economist Steve Meyer says that the Prestige plant is killing 90% of capacity. That was the last plant built and was loaded with robotics. Meyer said that we have to get rid of about 15% of the pigs. The fastest way is euthanasia, of course. Everybody from the Iowa NRCS to USDA to FEMA... To the Dems' new HERO Act bill in the House are talking and organizing something directed at livestock euthanasia, but it looks more like a Chinese fire drill running around going nowhere. There is more aid for livestock producers in the Dems' bill too, but it is like a mirage in the desert. McConnell is not even going to consider it for weeks. Livestock producers do not have weeks. They need help with euthanasia yesterday. There are lots and lots of different prices being paid for hogs. 
the CME lean hog cash index is typically not one of them. Some contracts have a $7 basis, some a $25 basis. Some get a hybrid of the hog and meat price. And there are large producers in the successful farming pork powerhouses that have no loss contracts. As the CME lean hog futures contract doesn't represent what hog producers are being paid and packers arbitrarily change the basis in what cash price they pay at will, it no longer functions as a working hedging tool for contract hog producers. Some producers banded together to be able to commit 100,000 head of hogs annually, thinking that they could get a better deal from a packer on a contract. They got laughed at. It takes a million head to impress a packer to get the best contract. Integrated packers should not be able to claim a COVID aid payment on their hogs. To me, that would be the height of inequity and hypocrisy. Integrated hog producers are not going to euthanize any of their pigs as they are making money on them. While the hog producer getting the national cash average is losing $60 a head, Iowa State University calculated the integrated packer margin was $116.71 profit on Wednesday. They are making good money. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 